you're about to enter a place of wonder, excitement, and discovery. Welcome to Adventures in Odyssey. Hi, this is Chris. Welcome to the Summer of Eugene series here on Adventures in Odyssey. Keep listening all summer long to hear more classic Eugene episodes. And don't forget to tune in July 9th to hear a brand new episode called Odyssey Sings. For more information about this show and everything going on in Odyssey, visit EugeneReturns.com. And now, one of the most popular funny shows in the history of Odyssey, Suspicious Minds. We'll get started with it right after this. Check out the all-new album from Adventures in Odyssey, Along for the Ride. Listen at home, in the car, or even on your way to church. Just once, I wanted to be on time for church. Why is that so difficult? Well, Dad hadn't tried to cut my hair. You tried to chew gum in your sleep. I'm going to lose the sticker contest. I have a big hole in my head, and I'm wearing dirty clothes. So come along for the ride. Log on to witsend.org or call 1-800-A-FAMILY for more information. Then hop in, have fun, and leave the driving to us. Even in Odyssey, dealing with money sometimes brings out the more, well, peculiar sides of people's personalities. Especially when it's money that has mysteriously disappeared. Suddenly we find that clear thinking and level heads have been replaced with suspicious minds. Wait, I'm going to wash these trays off. Uh, okay, Connie. And 25 cents is your change. Thanks, Wade. Oh, Mr. Whitaker? Yes, Eugene? I was wondering if it would inconvenience you if I were to utilize the computer in your office for a short time while I'm on my break. Oh, brother, why don't you speak English? <laughs> you can use my computer if you need to, Eugene. Thank you. Normally, I'd use one of the computers at the college, but lately, they're all taken by the time I get there. Oh, that's all right. You're welcome to it. I have hopes of buying a computer of my own so I won't have to impose upon you any longer. You know, I've been saving for quite some time, and I'm now only $100 short of the money I need. You're going to spend a hundred bucks on a dumb computer? Good grief. Computers are not dumb, Ms. Kendall, and it's more than a hundred. You obviously haven't grasped the need for computers in our day and time. Nobody needs a computer, Eugene. There are a lot more important things you can get. Really? Uh, such as? Such as a car. If I had to spend a lot of money, I'd buy a car. <laughs> a car. Are you thinking about buying a car, Connie? Well, now that I have my driver's license, yes. Oh. Mom and I have been talking about it, and if I can save up another $100, I'm going to buy a brand new 1967 Ford. A brand new 1967 Ford? Quite a contradiction in terms, and you scoff at me. What's wrong with buying a car? It looks better on the road than a computer. I don't ride my computer, Miss Kendall. I ride a bike. They're safe, economical, and healthy. Oh, right. And you come in all sweaty. Give me an air-conditioned car any day. <sighs> Mr. Whitaker, what can I do? It's like casting the proverbial pearls before swine. Oh, no, 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 you don't. You're not dragging me into this. I'm going up to my office. What did you call me? Hmm? I didn't call you anything. You called me a swine, didn't you? <sighs> Miss Kendall, we have work to do. You can't call me names and just walk away. Come back here. <laughs> She's ready for tomorrow, Wit. Oh, thanks, Connie. Oh, this doesn't make sense. What's wrong? Well, the totals don't match up. 
What do you mean? Well, today's receipts tell me I should have $186.69, but I only have $126.69. You're missing $60? Yep. Uh, better count it again, I guess. Well, I'll look around. Maybe it fell on the floor. Everything's turned off upstairs. We're missing $60 from the cash register, Eugene. Uh, now, Connie. Are you positive, Mr. Whitaker? Well, I'm double-checking now. I don't see anything back here. Oh, wait, I found it. It's a wad of napkins. Hmm, green? Left over from Christmas. Hmm. Well, if it wasn't dropped, what could have happened to it? I mean, you don't think someone stole the money, do you, Whit? No, 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 of course not. And besides, who could possibly steal it? There are only three people with the key to the register. Mr. Whitaker, myself, and you. Unless, of course, one of us forgot to lock the register when it wasn't attended. What if someone took it out of the register while we weren't looking? Couldn't do that without the key, Connie. One hundred twenty-six dollars and sixty-nine cents. We're still short sixty dollars. This is creepy. Who would do such a thing? Well, I don't know that anyone did, Connie. I'm very conscientious about locking the register and keeping the keys on my person. Well, it wasn't me. I make sure to lock up, too. Oh, the money will turn up. Maybe the register receipts are printing wrong. I'll check it in the morning. Don't be so suspicious. I don't think it's unreasonable to be suspicious in this day and age, Mr. Whitaker. Well, unreasonable or not, the fact is we know most of the folks who come in here. I, I can't believe any of them would take our money any more than I'd believe either of you would do it. It'll turn up. Don't worry about it. Yes, but uh, any of us are capable of stealing, don't you think? True, but that doesn't mean we will steal. These are our friends you're talking about, Eugene. I'm sure there's a simple explanation for all of this. We'll find the money. However, just to play the sleuth for a moment, since it is obvious that we didn't take the money, someone may have had time to take Connie's keys... I didn't leave my... Oh, pardon, pardon, beg pardon. A misstatement on my part. Someone may have had time to somehow take a key to the register and have a copy made. Unless you plan to have the register key and lock changed immediately, I think we would be wise to watch the register. Well... All right, but I don't want to draw attention to this. I'm sure the money will turn up. Business as usual, then, okay? Okay. Of course, Mr. Whitaker. Meanwhile, I'll take the money we do have to the safe. Mr. Whitaker is a very wise man. He sure is. But there are times when I wonder if he isn't a little sheltered from the wiles of the real world. You mean... Yes, Miss Kendall... I think we should watch the register very closely tomorrow. I thought it was misprinting, but everything seems to look all right. Uh, you have the cleaning solution? Good. Be right around to get it. Uh, Connie, Eugene, I have to run to the hardware store. Connie? Here I am, Mr. Whitaker, oh. behind the counter. Oh, well, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Couldn't you hear me? Uh, yes, but I was trying to... Uh, you're going to the hardware store, eh? That's right. It won't be long. Eugene, hmm? is everything all right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I was only watching the register, as we agreed last night. Uh-huh. Well, where's Connie? Oh, I'm sure she's around here somewhere. Well, see you later. Goodbye. Miss Kendall, come out now. Mr. Whitaker's gone. Gene, I'm not sure about this. It's a simple, foolproof plan. You hide over there in the corner behind those houseplants and trees, and you'll have a clear view of the register. But what if somebody sees me? What do I say? Well, just tell them you're, you're watering them. They're plastic, Eugene. Watering them to clean them. 
All right. Just so no one sees me back there. You're wearing green clothes. What else do you want to do? Put camouflage grease paint on your face? <laughs> Quickly now, before the customers start coming in. Okay. Ah, oh, well, good, Bernard. Wit asks you to clean his windows and you forget half your equipment. I'll have to use some paper towels, I guess. Paper towels, paper towels. Where does Wit keep paper towels? Ah, behind the counter, where else? I don't think he'll mind if I... Gotcha! Hey! You're apprehended, you premeditated pilferer. Do it! Don't move! These handcuffs are designed for maximum effectiveness. Oh, let go of my wrist. Oh, it's you, Mr. Walton. Well, of course it is. Well, what's this all about? Get me out of these handcuffs. In time, sir. But first, I have to know what you were doing. I was looking for paper towels. What I get for leaving mine at home. Paper towels. And how did you know we kept paper towels behind the counter? I could see them. Oh, very convenient. Would you mind if I locked you to the counter until Mr. Whitaker returns? He might want to ask you some questions before pressing charges. Are you out of your mind? Press charges for what? For petty theft, sir. Sixty dollars, to be precise. Oh, this is ridiculous. Are you accusing me of stealing money? Eugene, what are you doing? Oh, I'm glad you're here, Connie. Will you please... What is that all over your face? Most women do mud packs at night. Just some grease paint. You've been out on maneuvers, or are you here to take hostages? Well, Please, Miss Kendall. I was watching him, Eugene. He wasn't doing anything. Listen to her. I could see him clearly from behind the artificial trees. He wasn't going for the cash register. The cash register? If I was going to rob a cash register, do you think I'd come here? This place is getting lonelier all the time. It would be helpful, sir, if you didn't add to the confusion. Look... Detective, I'm Bernard Walton. You know me, but both of you know me. I was trying to get some paper towels to, to, to clean the windows. I mean, you can't really suspect... I'm sorry, me. Mr. Walton. These are very difficult times. We must suspect everyone. I see. Mm -hmm. I understand. But you're going to suspect what an old squeegee tastes like if you don't get these handcuffs off me in the next five seconds. All right, you two. Now that you've had your day of fun, we're going to talk about it. Mr. Whitaker, you must understand that we were only attempting to... I understand what you're trying to do, Eugene. You're trying to catch somebody stealing from the register. Frankly, I'm ashamed of the both of you. But Whit... Most of the people who come into Whit's end are our friends. Well, they used to be. After your shenanigans today, I'm not so sure. Hiding behind the counter with handcuffs. Really, Eugene, you've been reading too many detective stories. I don't read them at all. Maybe you should. Then you wouldn't come up with such silly ideas. What are you going to do next? Set up bear traps? Well, as a matter of fact, And I... you, Connie, crawling around like Rambo through the houseplants in camouflage grease paint. Sorry, Whit. I spent most of the afternoon trying to assure at least a dozen people that you hadn't lost your minds. And there was another dozen who were so offended you suspected them of stealing, they might never come back again. Why didn't you listen to me? I must take full responsibility for this, Mr. Whitaker. You seem convinced that the money will turn up, whereas I believe there are more devious forces at work. Who? Our customers? The people of Odyssey? Well, Eugene, when I reach the point where I can't trust the folks who come in here to enjoy my shop, then I'll close it up. Next thing, you'll be suspecting each other of taking the money, or... Even me. No, never, Mr. Whitaker. Good grief, Whit. Well, let me finish these totals so we can go home. Let's see. 
Well, I double-checked the printout on the register, and it works perfectly. And using this adding machine to be sure I don't make a mistake with the money. All right. I told you hiding in the house plants wasn't a good idea. I didn't think even you would take a casual jocularity about grease paint so seriously. Oh, and the handcuffs were a real success, weren't they? Well, they would have worked perfectly if Bernard hadn't mangled them with his squeegee. Ah, there. The register tape says we should have $153.12. And how much cash did we receive? $113.12. Oh, no! But but that means... Exactly. We're missing another $40. We'll return to Adventures in Odyssey right after this. Focus on the Family, in partnership with Digital Praise, is proud to announce the release of a brand new Adventures in Odyssey computer game. It's called Treasure of the Incas. Eugene discovers a map hidden long ago, but what does it mean? You'll get the chance to unlock the mystery and join Eugene, Wit, and Connie for an action-packed treasure hunt. Treasure of the Incas is recommended for kids over the age of seven. For more information, call 1-800-the-letter-A-FAMILY or log on to witsend.org. Six years in the making. Listen, drums. Oh. Those are Kaloman drums. From the makers of Adventures in Odyssey and Peabody Award winners for Bonhoeffer. I run after those dogs, oh. sir, and spit ten of them on my horn at each one. Stand fast, you Dirty, filthy, treacherous little brutes. Ah. Here is as great an adventure as ever I heard of. Before there were hobbits, there was... The Wardrobe. I threw the rock. Focus on the Family Radio Theater presents C.S. Lewis's Chronicles of Narnia. We must attack now. Playing on the biggest screen of all, your imagination. To learn more, visit enternarnia.com. That's enternarnia.com. And now the conclusion of our adventure in Odyssey. So we're short $40. Hmm. $60 was missing last night. $40 tonight... That's a hundred dollars total. An interesting amount. But why would anyone take a hundred dollars exactly? We don't know that anyone took it, Connie. Why don't you listen to me? Eugene, you said you needed another hundred dollars to buy a computer. Now, wait a minute. Curiously enough, Miss Kendall, you said you needed a hundred dollars to oxymoronically purchase a brand new used car. Now, just hold on. You're the one who thinks everyone's capable of stealing the money. You work the cash register far more frequently than do I. Stop it. I won't have this kind of talk. Do you realize what you're accusing each other of doing? Do you? I still believe the money will turn up. Now, let's go home and just forget about this. No more suspicions. No more handcuffs or grease paint or hiding in plants or behind counters. Got it? Well, you better. If we have another day tomorrow like we had today, there won't be a wit's end to worry about. Connie? Oh, oh, hi. Hi, Mr. Walton. You scared me. I thought you were Eugene. Yeah, well, that's a feeling I understand. What's a girl your age doing with all that money? Oh, what money? The, the money you tried to hide under the table when I came up. Oh, oh, that money. It's, well, uh, nobody's supposed to see it. Oh, you picked a funny place to hide it. I mean, Whit and Eugene aren't supposed to see it. I was waiting until they went around so I could put it back in the cash register. Back in the cash register? I thought the problem here was that the money was being taken out of the cash register. 
Somebody needs to publish an outline of this thing. No, this money needs to go back. Oh? Did you take the money, Connie? And you're feeling guilty, so you're putting it back? No, I wouldn't do something like that. I'm putting my own money in there, so so someone else won't get in trouble. Oh, you know who took the money? Oh, I'm pretty sure. And I was thinking about it last night, and I decided the Christian thing to do would be to put my own money in the cash register so he wouldn't get in trouble. He? Yeah. I'm waiting for the right time to do it. Maybe if I send him to the bank for a roll of quarters or something. Well, don't you think you ought to talk to Wit about this first? No, if he found out I was doing this, then he'd know Eugene really took the money, and there'd be no point in my trying to help him. Eugene? I didn't say that. No, you didn't hear me say that. Hey, it's none of my business. I mean, I'm just around here to wash windows and get handcuffed, that's all. Where is Wit anyway? I have to talk to him about his back windows. Oh, he may be in the workroom. I heard someone working down there earlier. Oh, thank you. Oh, Connie. Yeah? Well, for what it's worth, I... I think your heart's in the right place. Really? Yeah, yeah. Your your brain is missing in action, but your heart's in the right place. I don't know where these kids get their cockamamie ideas. Where? I don't know. Oh, you startled me, Mr. Walton. I thought you might be he. Why would Wit be calling his own name all the way down the stairs? Hmm. This place gets loonier all the time. Where is he? Oh, out running errands. Now, if you'll excuse me, time's of the essence. What in the world is this contraption? This, oh, well, just between us. I've come up with a plan to capture the one who's been stealing money from the register. Really? I'm going to hook this cable here. Um, would you hold it for a minute, please? Oh, sure. I'm going to hook this cable to a small car battery and this other cable to a bell beneath the register. Uh -huh. Now, if someone tries to open the register without my knowing it, they'll get zapped and set off the bell. Well, mighty inventive. <laughs> I used to do this to my parents when they were dieting. It kept them away from the refrigerator. You must have been a joy to have around as a child. Thank you, sir. What about Whit and Connie? I'll tell Mr. Whitaker as soon as he gets back from his errands. And Connie? Well, um... I'll just make sure I run the register today. I made a switch to turn it on and off. Yeah, well, it's none of my business, but uh, are you telling me you think Connie took the money? These are desperate times, Mr. Walton. We're all capable of behaving as we shouldn't. Now, I don't blame her. I should like to see her get help. I think you all need help. Beg your pardon? Uh, nothing. Now, I have to figure out how to get Connie to leave for a short time while I set this up. Why don't you send her to the bank for some quarters? That's a brilliant idea, Mr. Walton. Thank you. Now, did I leave this switch on or off? Hmm, better test it. I guess that was the on position. I guess it was. Wit, wit, over here. Oh, hi, Bernard. I was just... Shh, come, come here, come here. Well, what's going on? <laughs> what are you doing in this corner? You're getting as bad as Connie and Eugene. Oh, not that bad, Wit. <laughs> no, not yet. I've been waiting to see what's going to happen. What are you talking about? Well, the way it looks from here, for the past hour, Eugene and Connie have been fighting over who will go to the bank to get a roll of quarters. Well, we don't need quarters. <laughs> no, no, Wit. It was a ploy. Connie finally gave in and went to the bank. While she was gone, Eugene hooked up his trap. His trap? 
but I told him not to. Hold on, it gets better. Connie got back, and she's been trying to get rid of Eugene so she can put $100 back in the cash register. Of course, she doesn't know it's rigged. What? <laughs> I'm telling you, Wit, I haven't had this much fun since I had McCorns removed. I'm sorry, Bernard, but I've got to get to the bottom of this. Oh, wait, Wit, just a few more minutes. I've been here all afternoon to see how this thing plays out. Connie's just asked Eugene to go back to the freezer to get some ice cream. Ice cream. Watch more chocolate ice cream, but Miss Kendall, we have more chocolate than we need. We always run out of chocolate, Eugene. Just get some, please. Oh, all right, but um, but don't ring anything up on the register. Why not? Oh, I, uh, I, I think Mr. Whitaker was working on it. Well, it was working fine earlier. Well, it's working differently now. Don't touch it till I get back. Just go, Eugene. Don't touch the register. You don't have to worry about me touching the register, Eugene. Okay, one hundred dollars. I just slip it in here. Connie, where? <gasps> where'd you come from? Oh, Wed, you're spoiling the whole thing. What are you doing, Connie? Me? I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just standing here. With a stack of money in your hand? Money? Who has money? I have an explanation for this. I hope so. Miss Kendall, what are you doing with all that money? It's, it's <laughs> easy to explain. Yes, but how did you get that money out of the register without being shocked? I wasn't taking the money out, Eugene. I... Shocked? Why would I get shocked? You see, Whit, the best part was coming up. Did you set some kind of trap, Eugene? Well, only a small one. You wouldn't have been hurt much. Eugene, what did I tell you? You thought I took the money? How could you? Well, what's that in your hand? Confetti? It's all right, Connie. We understand. We're your friends. We'll get you help. I don't need help. You need help. Huh? I was putting the money in here for you, so you wouldn't get arrested for stealing. Me? I didn't steal the money? What an absurd thought. No worse than you thinking I did it, because I didn't. <laughs> this is why I enjoy wits and so much. Now, 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 wait a minute. Hold everything, everyone. We're going to sort this thing out one thing at a time. Look, Wit, it's my money. Ask Bernard. I was going to put it in the register, just like this. Connie, so... I thought it would help Eugene. Oh, my trap. It didn't work. Hmm, must not have had the switch in the right position. Uh-huh, that was the problem. All right, all right, that's it. I've had enough of this nonsense. I want the two of you to go home. You can have the rest of the day off. What? Why? Because you're dangerous when you're like this. You've made nothing but a mess since this whole thing started. First, you don't trust your customers. Then you turn on each other. But I was going to give him my money. Because you believed he took the money from the register. It amounts to the same thing. This contraption of yours, Eugene, I expected better behavior. Well, it worked for my parents. They lost 20 pounds. Go home. I'll, I'll take care of things here until you learn a little more about trust. But, Wit. Go. Just keep your money and close the register drawer. I'm sorry, Wit. Hey, Wit, it won't close. I hope my trap didn't break it. Maybe your handcuffs fell in there, detective. Well, let me see. What strange. Stand back. Let me pull the drawer out. Oh, there's something stuck in the corner there. Hand me that soda spoon, Connie. Here. Well, I'll be. Money! It appears to be a collection of $20 bills. $20, Why, must have been catching on something and got pulled out of the slot and behind the drawer. You mean all this fuss was over a cantankerous cash register drawer? Well, it sure looks that way. You folks are a bunch of loonies. Isn't that funny? The money fell out of the drawer. <laughs>
The most difficult problems often have the simplest explanations. Well, I hope you two are properly embarrassed. You know, if you showed a little trust all along, you would have saved yourself a lot of wasted energy. Earning each other's trust is tough enough. It shouldn't be so easy to break. Now, I want you two to apologize. I'm sorry, sorry Mr. Rick. Whitaker. To each other. Oh. Um, <clears throat> I, um... I apologize for not trusting you, Miss Kendall. Yeah, well, I'm sorry to you, Gene. Much, much better. Now, maybe we'll have a little peace around here. I suppose we should, now that we've solved the mystery. What do you mean, we, Kimosabi? You didn't solve anything. I'm the one who noticed the drawer wouldn't close. Yes, but you wouldn't have opened the drawer if you weren't putting the money in for me. That's ridiculous. It is not ridiculous. It's what I would call logical. Oh, well, that's Bernard, what you would call Bernard, you wouldn't be interested in buying an ice cream shop, would you? Are you kidding? I couldn't handle the excitement. Today's program is a good example of what sometimes happens when we let circumstances affect our loyalties. Wit knew full well that people are capable of doing things that are wrong, even downright evil. But he chose to believe the best about the people of Odyssey and Eugene and Connie. Being a wise man, Wit waited to get all the facts before he thought the worst about his friends. We should remember that, too, when people we care about may be in trouble. I'm glad you spent this time in Odyssey with us. If you ever want to write to us, we'd love to hear from you. You might also want to ask about how you can get a cassette of today's program when you write. It's called Suspicious Minds. The address is Odyssey, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80995. In Canada, write to Box 9800, Vancouver, B.C., V6B4G3. Adventures in Odyssey is a presentation of Focus on the Family. Today's program was written by Paul McCusker and directed by Phil Lawler. Our production engineer was Dave Arnold and our executive producer Chuck Bolte. And I'm Chris. Join us again next time for Adventures in Odyssey.